Welcome to Let's Talk About This, a podcast that talks about anything and everything about the social sciences. This podcast was created to help you understand every topic that we're going to have every week. For this episode, we're going to talk about geography. So, the primary concern of geography is the physical characteristics of the Earth. It does sound like it's a natural science, doesn't it? However, we have to understand that these characteristics dictate the interactions between humans and their environment. For example, if we're going to remember our ancient history, civilizations built around a big source of water, just like the importance of the Nile River in the lives of the ancient Egyptians. Here in the Philippines, before the colonization of the foreigners, societies were established near rivers and coasts. So in addition to land masses and bodies of water, climate also affects human culture and behavior. For example, the cold weather in the mountain provinces created a culture wherein they kill dogs and eat them to increase their temperature. However, here in Manila, this is not a practice because it's already hot in here. So climate also affects our choice of clothes, eating habits, and other behavioral patterns. Alright, now let's start defining geography. Now geography comes from the two Greek words geo, which means earth, and graphos, which means description. So if we're going to base our definition based on the origin of its name, technically geography is the study of the earth. So it was Eratosthenes who first used the term geography. Since the earth is our abode or home, we can define geography as the description of the earth as the abode or home of human beings. So basically, geography is concerned about two things. The first one is to study the physical aspects of the earth. This is the natural science part of geography. So what they do is study the different physical characteristics of the planet, what are its compositions, what kind of soil are present in the area, and much more. Now the second concern of geography is to explain how Earth affects mobility, outcomes, and interactions of individuals and societies across the regions. So here's the social science part of geography. So they study the cultural dynamics of the society in connection to the physical characteristics of their area. For example, there are several pieces of research that found a relationship between high temperature and increased aggressive behavior. This means that the hotter the place is, the higher the chance that an individual will show aggression. Now, let's look at the history of geography. The study of geography dates back to the ancient times. Before Eratosthenes introduced the term geography, the ancient Chinese had already been studying the subject, which means that China started it. So, the Tribute of Yu is a Chinese literature that was written in the 5th century BCE, which is considered as the first Chinese document to discuss geography. It contains a geographical survey of the provinces of ancient China with information about their soils, rivers, and agricultural products. Now, the Great Tongue Records on the Western Regions is a book written by a Buddhist monk, scholar, and a traveler named Xuanza. So this travelogue consists of his pilgrimage from Chang'an in central China 
to India and other neighboring areas in Central Asia with detailed description of each area's physical attributes, climate, and customs of the locals. Next, we have the description of foreign lands. So in this period of the 13th century, the Song Dynasty encouraged foreign merchants to enter China to promote international trade, giving the government official Cao Ruqua many opportunities to meet and talk to these foreigners. So in this book, we can find all the information that he collected, such as describing various countries, their customs, and the goods they produced. Then we have the Iliad and Odyssey of Homer. These books were not really intended to be written as books on geography, but the vivid and detailed descriptions of the people and places visited by the protagonists made these epics inspiration for future geographical work. And lastly, we have the description of the world which was written by Marco Polo in 1271. So this book contains Marco Polo's vastly acquired knowledge of the Orient when he explored China and the neighboring regions. So now, let's talk about the different methods geographers used in obtaining data and information for their studies. First one, we have remote sensing. Remote sensing is the science or act of acquiring information from a distance typically from a satellite or high-flying aircraft, to shed light on geographical details about the Earth. Second, we have Global Positioning System or GPS. So GPS is the network of orbiting satellites that send precise details of their position in space back on Earth. Third, we have Geographic Information System or GIS. This is a system for gathering, storing, and sharing geographic data using various technologies, software, and applications. And lastly, we have the qualitative method. So geographers also employ the use of qualitative method of data gathering, such as interviews, observation, and ethnography. Now, let's talk about the different branches in geography. But first, we have to talk about the two major approaches in studying the field. These are the systematic approach and the regional approach. The systematic approach studies individual issues or phenomena and examines the specific patterns and variations across the globe. Now, based on the systematic approach, the study of geography is divided into three branches. So we have physical geography, human geography, and biogeography. Physical geography is primarily the study of the physical features of the Earth which comprise the lithosphere, atmosphere, hydrosphere, and biosphere. Now, under physical geography, we have geomorphology, the study of landforms, their evolution, and related processes. Next, we have climatology. So this is the study of the structure of the atmosphere and elements of the weather and climate. And then we have hydrology. So this is the study of the bodies of water such as rivers, oceans, and lakes. And lastly, we have soil geography. So soil geography is the study of the processes of soil formation, soil types, distribution, and use. So now let's go to human geography. Human geography, on the other hand, views human beings as a fundamental part of Earth's surface and focuses on their interaction with the environment. 
Now, under human geography, we have social and cultural geography. So this is the study of society and its spatial dynamics. Next, we have population geography. So population geography is the study of population growth, distribution, density, sex ratio, and occupational structure. And then we have settlement geography. So this is the study of the characteristics of rural and urban settlements. Next, we have economic geography. This is the study of economic activities of people, including agriculture, industry, tourism, trade, infrastructure, and much more. And then we have historical geography. Historical geography is the study of geographies of the past or the study of geographic changes in a place over time. And last, we have political geography. So this is the study of space from the angle of political events, also the study of boundaries and space relations between neighboring political events. Now, the last branch under systematic approach is the biogeography. So biogeography emerged as a result of the interface between physical geography and human geography with the branch combining aspects of the study and methods from the two branches. Now, under biogeography, we have, first we have plant geography. This is the study of the spatial patterns of natural vegetation in their habitats. And then we have zoogeography. This is the study of the spatial patterns and geographic characteristics of animals and their habitats. Then we have ecology. Ecology is the study of interactions among organisms and their environment. And lastly, we have environmental geography. So environmental geography is the study of the relationship between humans and the environment, focusing on geographic patterns in resource consumption and issues in environmental conservation. Now let's talk about the second approach in geography, which is the regional approach. Now regional approach deals with the study of geographical phenomena in a particular region and views the world as composed of regions at a various hierarchical levels. So under regional approaches, we have first one, regional or area studies, which comprises of macro, meso, and micro-regional studies. We have regional planning, which comprises of rural and urban planning. And then we have regional development, which is the study of patterns, spatial distributions, and disparities in industry and development from area to area, along with the human economic factors behind this phenomena. And lastly, we have region analysis. So this is a scientific analysis of issues or problems specific to a particular area or region. <music> So that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for joining us this week on Let's Talk About This. If you have any questions, feel free to message me. Make sure to visit our module for this week by accessing your Canvas. With that, thank you very much and I'll see you next week.